traffickers and violent criminals. 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. It's what the hill? What? I understood that reference. The latest happenings on Capitol Hill with Elijah Harshow contributor Joel Cannon on KWTO. F-35s are missing in action. How much money did we really send the Pentagon? Joel, do you have the latest? I have the latest. It is definitely What the Hill Wednesday. I am 20 pages deep in a 28-page report that the Office of Inspector General from the Department of Defense released. Guess what? We can't find F-35s in the air, and we can't find them on the ground either. The government, i.e. the Pentagon, the Department of Defense, cannot provide a list of their Joint Strike Fighter F-35 inventory. This report, I mean, I'm just like shocked. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to look up some DOD waste. We're going to, no, the F-35 program is a disaster and taxpayers are paying for it. And, you know, so why do we care? Well, we don't know how many planes we have. I thought we did. We had an estimate, but um, no, apparently they can't keep track of of where the planes are how many we have, which ones are active, which ones aren't active. Um, you know, and we're this is like a huge, huge government spending. I mean, this is an enormous amount of money. Lockheed Martin, who builds a lot of the F-35s, they, get, they got $47 billion in taxpayer money last year. Pratt & Whitney... $5.2 billion related to their um, their involvement in the Joint Strike Fighter program. And when the Office of Inspector General for the Department of Defense asked them, hey, can you help DOD track their F-35s? They're like, no. So we're, give, we're giving, you know, the Pentagon's getting hundreds of billions of dollars for this program. It's the single largest uh, weapons program that we have at the Pentagon. Um, and then these private companies are making, you know, $50 billion a year. And we have n- no idea where our planes are or how many we have. It's really concerning. Um, you know, F-35s, it's the Joint Strike Fighter Program. Members of the Air Force fly these, the, and then also the Navy. And, you know, the Air Force is $160 billion a year in federal funding. The um, Secretary of Defense makes two hundred Lloyd Austin. He makes two hundred and twenty million dollars a year. You know these guys. I don't know what what we're paying them for. Um, we have one point well one point three million active duty people at at DoD. Seven hundred and fifty thousand civilians and seven hundred and eighty thousand in the National Guard. We've talked about their overall budget. DOD has like an $880 billion budget. So the bigger the entity, the apparently the harder it is to keep track of things. So we're going to kind of go through this report. It came out in July. I guess I'm not surprised now that I know this. Three months ago, they released this report basically stating the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter Program Office does not have a valid population of their inventory. We They conducted an audit. 
they determined that 19% of the numbers that they were given were either completely, were basically completely wrong or didn't exist. So, you know, the OIG just comes back and says, can you provide us with a financial report of your inventory? What do you have? How much does it, how much does it cost? What's the value of what you have? And DOD could not report any values in FY22, so fiscal year 22, in their financial statements. And in fact, a completely inaccurate and incomplete asset universe is what they have. They basically have no idea what they have. And the problem is, if, if we don't know what we have, and we don't know how much of it we have and what's broken, we're obviously making, every, every year they're, they're adding to the program. And they're making uninformed logistical decisions, budget decisions. Congress doesn't have up-to-date information. The president's budget request for the strike fighter program, obviously out of date, because they have no idea what they're sitting on. Um, it, I don't know why I'm shocked. I don't know why I want to say what the hell, but you know, I do. So the joint strike fighter program, the single largest defense program, its total life cycle is about 1.7 trillion. So that's all the money we spend in a year. Um, they're obviously, we've talked about this. They're in the, the middle of plans to do another like 200 aircraft, which is $400 billion. And over the next 10 years would be 1.3 trillion. So they don't know what they have, but they're going to spend another trillion dollars. And I guess there's, there's two components. So there's a squadron, which is the F-35 aircraft that are available for operational use. And then there's the maintenance depots, which is where their engines are sitting and different components that have to be repaired. OIG takes a look. They say, you know, you guys aren't able to give us any inventory, your, your reporting and management is just poor. So how about you come back and, you know, we'll, we'll give you a year or something. And basically a DOD comes back and says, sorry, we can't do it. Ironically, they didn't even provide a report at all in fiscal year 2019. They provided no financial statements, um, no information on their inventory. And so every year the OIG says, the inspector general says, this is on your, like our list of extremely concerning high risk programs. This, so then there's like 20 pages in this report about the system that they're supposed to be using to track it. It was set up in the 2000s. Lockheed Martin, Pratt Whitney, they're all supposed to be putting information into it. But as of July 22, so last summer, the program officials were no longer using the manual input process and they basically just quit keeping track of what they have. I mean, citizens should be outraged. Congress should be furious. So, I mean, can you imagine if I, if my daughter was like, Oh, I need some new clothes, but I don't know how many clothes I have. I don't know what fits. What do we do? We go to the room. We try on everything. Here's what fits. Here's what doesn't. Okay, we need three pairs of pants and a pair of shoes this year. Um, but, you know, the military and the government in general has just gotten so big that they obviously can't even keep track of it. Um, 
you know, a side note, an, a second report came out not related to the Joint Strike Fighter program, but to overall security of cybersecurity, physical security, personnel information, all related to the Department of Defense. How safe is what the Department of Defense is doing um, in the security world? How safe are they? Over the last 10 years, the Office of Inspector General has given them 690 recommendations, 31 audits, 22 evaluations, and two special reports basically being like, these are areas where our national security is failing over a 10-year period. As of today, over a quarter of those national security failures remain open and unaddressed. So none of this is surprising, right? We, we can't find the spy balloon. We don't know about it. We can't find the, 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 jet, the jets. They're nowhere to be found in the air or on the ground. And the cybersecurity system, and honestly, the physical security of a lot of the things that the Pentagon has, also completely vulnerable. My guess is they don't have, one thing doesn't have to do with the other, but this vote this week, the House Republicans were going to pass a rule to begin consideration of the fiscal 2024 defense bill. And five Republicans voted against it with all the Democrats. So it failed on a 214-214 tie. Big, you know, black eye for McCarthy. Of course, Matt Gates is out there. Oh, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to try to vacate the chair. I don't think he's got the, 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 the votes to do it because there's a bunch of weak need Republicans that won't. Um, but here's the question. The bill's an $820 billion Pentagon bill. Yes. Most of the Republicans still voted for it. But yeah. the fact that you saw some defections means they're not worried about that hurting them in an upcoming process. It used to be you voted for the defense budget. There was no way you would consider voting now. Now people are like, eh, we're okay with doing that. And I, I is this because everybody knows about this? Is this because like the new new Republican Party feels like there's wasteful spending? Why, why are people feeling like they can vote against this and not face pushback i do think there's been a, a shift in the last 10 years when i was working there and working on these issues we had a report called the department of De department of defense it was called the department of everything and it was like 300 pages of everything the defense department is doing and wasting our money on that's not related to defending the country you know environmental stuff and crazy you know crazy stuff like that um and you know, we were essentially run out of town for even looking at them. But I think it has become more clear. And even from some in-house military families who are, like, disgusted by the fact that the programs are wasting money on things and, and then not, not paying maybe the front lines people quite as much. But I think it's become, they couldn't pass an audit. That's become sort of a more mainstream issue. I think people know the Defense Department is bloated. And I also think Republicans who live in states where there's no manufacturing of weapons or planes, if there's any such state left, um, you know, they're more likely to maybe be a little more critical. And I think, you know, is it really that conservative to say, oh, we will cut every other? I mean, because that deal... um that deal in the House is the, a 1% haircut for every other agency except the Defense Department and Homeland Security. I mean, really? We all know Defense Department was doing, like, you know, 
pizza on Mars and a bunch of crazy <laughs> stuff. So I think, you know, anymore, I hope they really are trying to do pizza on Mars. Oh, yeah. That was in a Facebook a few years ago. It was either NASA or DOD. But, you know, I think there's enough people with the spy, the Chinese spy balloon stuff. Like, I just feel like there's a little bit more mainstream concern and critical look at are we getting what we're paying for and i think the other thing is it used to be and i think for the lion's share of people it still is if you vote against the defense budget you're voting against the defense of the country and i think now there's more people that are like no i can vote against a budget because i think there is waste therein and that doesn't mean i'm against defense it means you're not spending the money in a in a valid manner i mean Right. You have a $100 million airplane that you can't even find. Yeah. Come on. Yes. And then it turns out they don't know where the rest of the 900 ones are. The 900 other. Um, <laughs> Again, I want to go back to Garrett and be like, we should throw a few air tanks at him. It's not difficult. I know, right? It's 20 bucks a piece. But The you Pentagon know, probably pays $1,000 a piece. But Look, we love to fire flags. We love to feel safe in the country that we live in, which is obviously the greatest country in the world. But this stuff calls into question um, our, the effectiveness of our military, in my opinion. Let's let's get Joel on the soapbox. How much money do they spend flying planes over football games? I've already looked it up. <laughs> um, this is like one of Joel's biggest pet peeves about so wasteful spending. So they've started hiding the numbers. Okay. The Department of Defense has a long history of wasteful spending when it comes to in the name of recruitment. So they they will the line with all of these, you know, bombers flying over football games um while you know half the fan, half the NFL players are n- kneeling during the uh <laughs> national anthem or whatever. Um they always say, "Oh, well these are just training runs, so it's no additional money." Um, that's the new talking point or, oh, it's a recruiting tool in one of our reports about 10 years ago. Uh, there, there was a whole thing that Department of Defense was doing called Wings Over Hollywood. And they, they basically were taking Air Force recruitment dollars and paying for Hollywood movie stuff. So things like Top Gun, they were using things like Top Gun to recruit people to go, you know, into the Air Force. But the problem was Hollywood was going to make these movies anyway. They don't need taxpayers subsidizing Hollywood to put together cool fighter jet movies. That's happening anyway. Um, so, yeah, all in the name of military recruitment. A lot, way, lot of wasted money on these flyovers and stuff like that. Where, wherein is there more waste? In, in the defense budget or in NASA? The space program. Well, dollars wise, for sure, the Defense Department. That's what I assumed. NASA, they have like a $17 billion annual budget. Maybe it's up to 20 by now. I, you know, within waste is always up for debate, right? Like, so if I think funding pizza on Mars to see if it floats or whatever, I personally think that's a waste. I'm sure someone could be like, no, this is like developing the next technology for the next round of astronauts. Um, but I think on the whole defense department and how would we know because we can't we can't even get access to it all all right appreciate the report we're going to be right back don't forget our snake draft coming up we actually may have to start a little bit early but we're going to pick our favorite useless pieces of information we learn in school 
There's going to be so many of them. I can't wait. We'll be right back. Man learns who's there for him when the glitter fades and the walls won't hold.